0: Well, folks, Geordie Bishop, Arish, Jerry Adams, August Tami Hans asked about Council and you, August and Dara, and you, Tami, and Show Lloyd and 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 Tishig, the Martin McGinnis Walk, Corla the Martin McGinnis Peace Foundation, so to scout the moor, like Chuck La so, what to talk about? Well, our well, to begin, the Tanista and the Minister for Foreign Affairs, Micheál Martin, recently visited Israel, the West Bank and Jordan. And this was an opportunity for the Irish government to take a firm stand against Israeli aggression. And its apartheid system of governance. Instead, Mr. Martin became little more than a commentator on the ongoing and worsening crisis in that region. And while Michal Martin was occasionally critical in his public remarks of the settlements on Palestinian land and concerned at the daily attacks by Israeli settlers on Palestinian homes and families, there was little substance. To his visit. With Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu making it clear that there would be no change in Israeli policy and his government's veto over any possibility of viable negotiations towards a peace agreement, it needs more than meaningless rhetoric from Antanista. It needs action from the Irish government to give peace a chance. Three months ago, members of the Commission of Inquiry into the occupied Palestinian territory, including East Jerusalem, visited Dublin. The Commission was established by the United Nations following the 11-day Israeli bombardment of the besieged Gaza Strip in May 2021. 250 Palestinians and 13 Israelis were killed in that period. While praising the cross-party approach, In Linster House, the Commissioner said, and I quote, At this stage of the situation on the ground, mere statements, no matter how progressive, are not sufficient. We need more action. There was no action from Mr Martin. Rather, he chose to urge the Palestinian leaders to take risks in terms of the pursuit of peace. In 2015, the Oireachtas supported a motion calling on the Irish government to recognise the state of Palestine. It still refuses to do so. That is, the government refuses to accept a democratic instruction from the Oireachtas. And it excuses this by saying that such a move must be part of a new peace agreement. And yet Michal Martin Osweig acknowledged that on the basis of his conversations with Israeli leaders, I don't see any immediate changes of a change. I don't see any immediate signs of a change in direction. And why should there be when the Irish government and others stand aside and facilitate Israeli aggression? If the Irish government is serious, and it isn't about peace in the middle east it should move immediately towards recognizing the state of palestine and using its membership of the european union and the united nations and its international influence to persuade others to do likewise michael martin it's time for action not mere commentary The month of September has been designated as Sepsis Awareness Month. Sepsis is not a condition that often attracts attention. But across the island of Ireland annually, there are estimated 22,000 cases of sepsis. Of these, approximately three and a half thousand victims die. In the South, sepsis kills more people than breast cancer, prostate cancer, and AIDS combined. Sepsis also is the number one killer in deaths in hospitals in the USA. Every year, 350,000 people die from sepsis. While thousands of miles apart, two Irish families, one in Ireland and the other in the USA, who have been tragically touched by sepsis, have initiated campaigns to draw attention to this silent killer. In New York in 2012, Rory Staunton, the 12-year-old son of Kieran and Orla Stanton, died four days after taking sick. I knew Rory. He was an articulate, enthusiastic, intelligent and very astute young person. He fell after playing Gummileskil. He fell ill after playing basketball in school. Where he slightly cut his arm in a fall. Overnight he became feverish, vomited, and developed a pain in his leg. He was taken to hospital where essential warning signs were missed. He eventually ended up in intensive care, but four days after the accident he died of septic shock. Kieran Andorda established the N sepsis, the legacy of Rory Staunton Foundation. And have fought tirelessly since then to introduce Rory's regulations, new rules and protocols to ensure that medical staff are trained to recognise the symptoms of sepsis. It's estimated that 20,000 lives in New York State alone have been saved by their efforts. Last week, the case of 15-year-old Sean Hughes from Dublin was highlighted. He died from sepsis in 2018. His father, Joe, described his son as a healthy young man who was a singer, entertainer, comedian and best friend of all who had the pleasure of knowing him. Sean was a well-known and popular rapper who had performed under the stage name Lil Red in the Aviva Stadium and the National Concert Hall. In January 2018, he came home from school with what appeared to be flu-like symptoms similar to a chest infection. He was eventually taken to hospital where the doctors were baffled as they had absolutely no clue what was wrong. Sean died after four days. Like Kieran and Orla in New York, Sean's parents, Joe and Karen, decided to raise public awareness about sepsis. They have established Little Red's Legacy Sepsis Awareness Campaign This includes Sean's parents going to schools, colleges and sports clubs to make their presentation. So very well done to these two families. Awareness is hugely important, but so too is training and resources for family doctors and hospitals. If you have concerns, information on sepsis is available at nitirect.gov.uk forward slash conditions or sepsis and hse.ie forward slash e-n-g forward slash about neps sepsis So again, thank you to Orla. Thank you to Kieran and their, their daughter, Kathleen, as well, who's part of all of this. And thank you. Our friends, the parents of Little Red, thank you Joe and Karen. And now just to finish up on something slightly less serious. Well, well it is slightly less serious, but it's serious nonetheless. A friend of mine, he he just told me recently that he's thinking of giving up the drink. Now he's been saying the same thing for the last 10 years. So you will understand if I don't take him too seriously. In the past, his desire to be abstemious coincided with his hangovers. When the hangover retreated, so did his desire to be teetotal. But this time he seems to be more serious. It's my age, he told me. I'm not fit to drink the way I used to. A couple of pints and I'm stupid. Then I have to run to the toilet for the rest of the night, especially in the middle of the night. My bladder does be like a hard hat. He looked at me across the table. We were in a pub. He was drinking alcohol-free beer. Alcohol-free beer misses the whole point, I observed, and it probably has the same porous effect on your bladder. Probably so, he replied, but the taste is the same and you don't feel like a tube drinking water or a soft drink in company. There's also a limit to how much water you can drink. He gazed forlornly at my pint. We Irish drink too much anyway, he continued. No more than any other society, I suggested. Maybe so, he conceded, but we drink differently. We drink to get drunk. Others drink with their food or in a measured way. A few glasses. Not us. We go out for a session. To get plastered. I can't hack getting stocious anymore. Fair enough, I agreed with him. So drink less. You don't need to get legless. I rarely get legless, he responded. I'm well able to hold my drink, you know that. But having just one or two drinks on a night out, that's easier said than done, he said sadly. First you get the bottle, then the bottle gets you. So how long are you off the drink? I asked. Since last night, he said. I wish you well, I replied, resisting the temptation to ridicule him. I'll let you know where I got on, he smiled determinately. Are you up buying drink as well, I queried. Mine's a pint, and it's your round. Michael, your, he said. By the way, a wee bit of advice for you, I continued. Don't broadcast it that you're off to drink. Too many of our friends take pleasure when people go on the wagon and then fall off it again. Just say you're not drinking that night. You're driving. Or you're minding the grandkids. Are you something to do early in the morning? Good advice, he said. Don't you tell anyone. "Okay," I replied. My lips are sealed. Slauncha. And on that note, Academy La Falce erased Mary Lou Macdonald, a big warm welcome to Mary Lou Macdonald, who has recovered from hospital and from the procedures that she endured and is now back in the world of activism and politics and leadership. So, Ginyuri and Ta Lat, August Levsha, Martin, August Mary Lou, An Sasta, Govil Shivsha, Gomoy, An Sasta, Govil Mary Lou, Araish Slan, August Bamak, August Chiefie May Shivsha, and Shaktan Shahogin, Arish the Kodji Slan live.